Hello, and welcome to Young Folk Knits. My name is Casey. And I'm Becky. And this is a Very Yarning Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Young Folk Knits. How are you doing, Becky? I'm doing really good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. It is Monday, so Mondays are, they're not Sundays. Sundays are my fun day. As good as a Monday could be, right? <laughs> According to the Bengals. Just another month. Just another. Oh, wow. Manic. Manic Monday. It just totally went right out of my brain. <laughs> yep. But otherwise, pretty good. Um, garden is doing pr- pretty good. Keeping me pretty busy. You had a bit of a harrowing weekend, though, didn't you? We did. It was just a beautiful Sunday until it wasn't. <laughs> but I was sitting on on the couch and usually, you know, we know, we usually we know when there's going to be severe weather. Like there's like they'll say they'll talk about it, you know, during the day like tonight there's going to be some severe weather. Um and then you'll get like a, a a thunderstorm watch, thunderstorm warning, then you'll get a tornado watch, and then you'll get a tornado warning. Well, this was like sunny and all of a sudden my tornado alarm or whatever warning thing came, went on on my phone. And I was like, what? And then I looked out the window and sure enough, <laughs> we're like, whoa. So we all ran down into the basement and huddled into a closet. And it was like the Wizard of Oz outside. It was just crazy. And things went flying. Everything, everything went off my porch, all of my pots and all of my Adirondack chairs and everything was smashed into, into slivers in the field, but it could have been so much worse. We just only had that damage. We didn't have any damage to our house and our neighbors. They didn't have any um, damage to their homes. A uh, few of them lost some trees, but they didn't fall on the house. And so it was just, it was crazy. And then it was over. <laughs> You're not in Kansas anymore. No, I'm in our Kansas. We had a friend that the storm that went through that night, early morning, Saturday early, or I'm sorry, Saturday night, Sunday early morning, um, he lives pretty close to us and he had a tree fall down on his neighbor's car. So it was, it was pretty bad. We didn't get a tornado though. We didn't have quite as much excitement as you did. Right. (laughs) Well, thankfully it never touched down. But um, I we did see it in the sky, like it was it was rough. But um, did you see the the news in Hot Springs? I think it was like a lake in Hot Springs where those golf it was like golf ball size hail smashing into the lake and smashing everyone's cars. That was just a few days ago. So yeah, losing my pots is a bummer. Losing my deck chairs is a bummer, but it's not not a big deal in and retrospect. They were, they were such happy deck chairs. They were, you know, what I'm more upset about is I had the most beautiful angel wing, wing begonia, and it was just glorious. And I was about to take some pictures of it. And I'm like, oh, I I was lazy. I was like, I'll just do it tomorrow. I wish I would have, because it was just perfection. No. (laughs) Well, I have a, a whole lot of polka dot begonias that just, I keep, um, propagating and they just keep on going I'll, I'll send some home with you next time they're they're not you know they're they're polka dots but they're still pretty they're pretty cool 
I will take them. Thank you. My aunt lives in Bixby, Oklahoma, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is where Stephen West hails from. <laughs> but oh, really? <laughs> anyway, she she's moved to Bixby, Oklahoma, and they got DVD-sized hail. Oh, and my goodness. I thought, when you see that pop up on your phone, you know, warning, DVD-sized hail, that's crazy. That is. We'll have to explain that to some people. What's a DVD? <laughs> but that's enormous. I can't even imagine. That would just, just completely destroy everything, like your house and your yeah, roof. It seems like it would go through your roof. Right. Well, enough weather adventures, I guess. Tell us about what you're knitting on. I am knitting on two things. I am knitting on the Pinguono by Stephen West. Speaking of Stephen West. You have started it. Yeah. I have. I'm on the back panel. I like what's going on in the pattern. I think it's um fun. Like reading the pattern was fun. Um, seeing how I'm going to work it. It's going to be a blast. I can tell it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I, I don't know if I am loving my marling, but I got to stick with it because I think it will look, it'll make sense once I add the other things that are also marled. But this particular color marled with the yarn I'm using is not like, I wouldn't want a whole garment. I guess that's what I'm trying to say is I wouldn't want a whole garment to look just like that. But I think once I add the welts and the different color panels, I think it will, it will make sense. So I'm doing that. And I started a test knit um, for Ashley of design by so-and-so she's um, releasing a summertime Wes Anderson-esque kerchief. So I think it's called summer camp kerchief and it's super cute. There's several different versions in the pattern. And so I am uh, testing one of those. So that's fun. And yeah, that's pretty much it right now. What about you? What are you currently working on now that you finished many test knits? <laughs> Oh, well, I finished the air tea test knit and now I'm slogging through a secret test knit is what it's called. So I can't share a lot about it, but I am trying desperately to finish it. It's got, I will say this has a lot of color work in it. And so it's, a, it's sort of slow going. It's due like July 2nd or 3rd. I can never remember <laughs> one of those dates. And I'm in a, def, definitely want to hurry up and finish it because I have been going over and over with you about my Ron Beck outfit plans and it keeps changing, but I need to, you know, set my schedule and get focused. And I think that definitely I'm going to do a Rosenland top to maybe wear over a long sleeve shirt or a dress. And then I want to do a cardigan because I was talking to Morgan from Shop Knitting Nelly, and she's going to Rhinebeck. She always goes to Rhinebeck. And I said, please tell me about the weather. And she said, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Average, maybe 60 degrees. And layering is always a good idea. So I think I'm going to abandon my heavy cabled pullover and switch to a cardigan. <laughs> so I want to do the Rosalind and the cardigan. And I think that that will work out better. But before then, I told you that I wanted to sneak in a ranunculus as soon as I finish my test knit. I've only got a week to knit it because I would like to wear it to a sort of weekend long event. And 
Can it be done? I don't know. You just finished your ranunculus. You could totally do it because I ripped it out twice. And I ripped it out once, you know, you got past all the work. I ripped it back twice to almost the collar portion. And you can totally make that in a week. You can, you personally could probably make that in just a couple of days if you just worked on it. But I think that as long as you pay attention and don't, and don't <laughs> snack and don't stare at the TV, that's what I was doing. I was doing a lot of snacking on grapes and Skittles. <laughs> don't watch Real Housewives. Right. <laughs> right. So I think that it was just distracting, but I think you could totally make it in a week. No problem. Well, I have some fingering weight cotton linen blend yarn that I might even hold double. I'm not sure. I may hold it double and that would speed it up maybe a little bit too even, but it would. It would. And the one I made was in a DK and I think I think that's perfect cuz I've made one before in a fingering weight, which I do I do love it. Um but I really like this DK weight version. Fingering weights would be good. I've made one before in a sport weight and it was sport DK and I really like the fabric. So I think I would like a DK. This is pretty, this fingering, it's not smushy at all. So I think it might be a worsted if I hold it together, but I'm going to start. I'm not going to swatch. I'm not going to lie. Let's not, <laughs> let's not tell stories here. I'm not going to swatch. <laughs> I almost said I'm going to swatch. I don't even know why that started to come out of my mouth. I'm going to start. And if I don't like the fabric, I'll switch to just doing wet strand. <laughs> we'll see. Well, that's my plan. That's I like it. All right. So as you said earlier, you ready to give some unqualified knitting advice? Right. Can be qualified at times. <laughs> But it's mostly just opinions and that we giggle over. So, all right. What is our first question? Our first question comes from Viva La Cascadia. And her question is What are your quintessential knitting patterns for a handmade wardrobe? That's a good question. That's a really good question. I like that question. Um, you know, if it were me, speaking of the ranunculus, I think the ranunculus is really a great staple piece because it's so adaptable. You can knit it, you can take the one pattern and make a summer shirt out of it by using summer fiber short sleeve. You can make a winter sweater by using a heavier weight, a wool, long sleeves. And there you go. There's one pattern and it's, a tried and true pattern, I think, over thousands and thousands of bodies that seem to love it. So I think that would be my number one quintessential pattern. Um, I'll, I'll think a little bit more about that. What would be your number one? I think that's an excellent choice that you just said, especially because that can be fancy and that can be something that can be worn like with shorts. And But I've seen it in different varieties and it can be anything. Um, I would say... I would say the Felix cardigan is a lovely cardigan um, and it, and it also could be made to look, you know, fancier or not. I think that's a really good one. I think a lot of the tin can knits patterns are very basic patterns that come in fantastic size ranges. And there are a lot of, when I say basic, I'm not saying, you know, it's just like blah, but it's a cl like classic pieces. I think that they're, 
flax sweaters. There's like a flax light. Am I right? Is that flax? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's just like a, I think it's just like a classic pullover. With the garter details on the Right. Sleeve. And I've seen people just completely omit the garter detail on the sleeve. I've seen people put a cable in there if they wanted, but it's, it's very adaptable. And I really like their patterns too, because they can be changed and they have a strange brew pattern where you can um, basically make your own kind of color work sweater. And I think that's a very good pattern. I've actually got that in my Ravelry queue because I want to, I have a pattern that I'm getting off on. I'm going on a side road here, <laughs> but uh, I have a pattern that stone knits made. It's got radishes on the socks and I love I love gardening. I love planting radishes in the spring and the fall. And I also would like to have a radish sweater. So I think I'm going to use that strange brew where you can plug in your own like little chart. I think I'm going to try to make a radish sweater from my two patterns, kind of mold them together. That would be so cute. I love that idea. I know. And like with my overalls and a yeah. radish sweater. That would be adorable. You definitely need to do that. Maybe you should do it before Ron Beck. <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what now that you're saying that I think maybe I need a radish sweater for Rhinebeck it would look rad it would it would <laughs> um I think speaking of tops another great one I really like is the Moonset Pullover by Ozetta because it's a DK weight and I like it with the long sleeves but I also think that you can very easily shorten the sleeves to short sleeve and it's a very basic um, T pattern so I, I really like it a lot. You can you, you can again make it in different yarns but I think a cream color is something that would be a really nice addition to a capsule wardrobe. And I think that a really nice shawl, wow, there's just so many shawls. That's a tough one to pick from. I need like 20 shawls in my, in my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> I would say probably the Pearl Soho classic ribbed beanie. Is that the name of the pattern? Um, that one is classic. It doesn't, you know, you're not, you can't really tell like what time period that's knit in, which I think is great for a quintessential wardrobe. You want something that you want to, you mean, you want to look like you're, you know, you're hip. <laughs> is that what the kids say? <laughs> you also don't want to look like you're so trendy that, you know, next week, everything that you own is out already, you know? So I think the classic red beanie looks really great on everybody and it's that's why they call it classic because it's a classic i was gonna say you're the hat queen what is your <laughs> what is your hat pattern opinion that one i think that one's a really good one um that it looks good on men women children um people who like more feminine styles people who like um just more um what like utilitarian styles. I think it looks, it looks great on everyone. I think that's a perfect pattern for a hat. If I want to pick just one, but my favorite hat is the Chesley toque, but I don't really, I mean, a man could wear it, but um, my husband wouldn't go for it. <laughs> yeah. The, the classic ribbed is classic. It is definitely right. well-named, aptly named. Right. 
I, I like to that with the ranunculus, you're getting a circular yoke. With the moon set, you're getting a drop shoulder. Um, I might would also throw in there a raglan pullover. Uh, a few different ones I like are like the cumulus blouse. I like that a lot. I think you can make that fancy as sort of like a blouse, you know, even mm-hmm. for your for your wardrobe. I love the Felix cardigan. I like that a lot. I like the Felix pullover too, and that's yeah. a really nice raglan. That is, and it and it looks nice. And you can you can also play with that one too. Like you don't have to put the um the eyelet details in there if you don't want to in in the raglan shaping. But I think it makes it look special. But it also looks good on pretty much everyone I've seen and it's a nice quick knit as well but if I were going to like say one one pattern company or one one you know thing that you need to choose from to get all your needs I would say tin can knits that's where I would say would be quintessential yeah I don't think I've actually knit a tin can knits pattern except for I have knit the antler toque 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 Oh, Duke. <laughs> um, and I did like that. I like that a lot. So another question that we got is from Eunice, who is Therapy by Craft, and she has a podcast as well. She says, would you rather, all right, serious question, Becky. Okay. Would you rather knit with marine rope or sewing thread? <laughs> I love this question. I love would you rather's. I just absolutely love them. Um, and now that I said it, I'm going to break the rule. I'm going to knit with both. I'm going to make a birds of the of a feather shawl. <laughs> I'm going to use the marine rope for like the main panels, sewing thread for that gauzy look in between. <laughs> I could just grab some of the first hand spun I ever did, and it would qualify as marine rope. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> I so I guess I would go with that one, or you know ramen noodles that might be fun to knit with as well. <laughs> I'm not sure. So our next question comes from the beekeeper's wife, and she asks, "What is your favorite budget-friendly yarn?" That's a good question. I really like a lot of Sainte-Garn yarn. I think that. It is budget friendly, but it's still nice. Um, budget friendly doesn't really cut you on quality in that brand. I like their Sunday, their double Sunday. I like their Lena, their tin Lena. I can't use mohair. I've never used their mohair, so I can't speak to that. But I, I like their duo. I just like so many things from them. And another one I would throw in there is drops because there's a few things from drops that I really like. For instance, I've made an entire sweater out of the brushed alpaca silk and 10 balls of that cost $40. And I thought that was a steal (laughs) because the yarn turned out to be really nice. It even had a silk core. So I thought that was, you know, an amazing, amazing deal. So those are two of my favorites. I could go on, but (laughs) let's hear some of yours. I agree. Those are really good budget-friendly yarns. I like them. I like them both as well. Um, I would say Cascade makes a eco merino which it, it's a merino um that has no 
Um, it has no nylon in it and it has no, it's not super wash. And so it, it feels really good in my opinion. And they make a, a DK and I want to say like a bulky, I'm not sure, but they make a DK for sure. And I've used the DK a couple times and I really do like that yarn and you get like two fit 250 yards, I think, or 255, something like that for about $12, um, which is nice for a pure Merino yarn I, with no like acrylic content in it. I think that's a good price for something like that. Um, and it feels really nice. It feels comparable to some expensive Merino yarns that I've used before. And it knits up really nice. Um, and then if we're going to talking about super budget friendly, and if you don't mind having acrylic content, I would say uh, Lime Brand Wool Ease is a nice, it's a worsted, I believe. And they also, I think they also make a bulky, don't they? Yeah, they also make a super bulky, I think, maybe. Right, right. And that's, that's a good yarn. Especially if, you know, if you're really on a tight budget and um, it has a lot of really pretty colors. And if you get get it from, if you live in the United States, you can get it from, um, I know Hobby Lobby, Joanne. I'm not sure about Michael's because I don't get to go there very much. But soon I will because in the town, the biggest city near where I live is getting a Michael's. So I'm excited. Everybody must be excited for me too. I know. I wanted to so hear that. exciting. <laughs> It's like the trifecta there because now there's going to be a Hobby Lobby, a Joanne, and a Michaels. Wow, the drama. I know. And then I'm going to go there and just buy things that I probably will never use, stickers and <laughs> different things. <laughs> like, oh, that's cute. I'm saving money because I've got a coupon. Anyway, what was I saying? What was my point? Why did I start oh, that? Uh, Lion Brands, maybe at Michaels. Okay, maybe that's where I was going. Um. I think I was trying to trying to say <laughs> that you can get coupons if you live in the United States for I know all three places. So you can find Lime Brand there, which is nice. Um and that's a good that's a good yarn for a budget friendly yarn, I would say. And for sock yarn, for budget friendly sock yarn, Patton's has a really good one. I really like the a lot of the patterns, um, self-striping and pattern self-patterning. I think a lot of those are really, really cool and usually pretty well-priced. So is the Regia. Um, is that by Schockenmeyer? I'm probably not saying that correctly. <laughs> or by something like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I reverse those. Anyway, that's another sock, sock yarn I really like. Okay, our last question is from Marlene Nitz, and she says, how to find the motivation to finish a test knit I'm not loving. What do you think? I think wait to the very last possible moment and then panic and then knit all night long. That is the most, that's the biggest motivation that you could possibly have. Hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> panic is the great motivator. It's like when you're a kid and your mom's coming home. Um, I grew up in the eighties, so like we were left alone, <laughs> but then, you know, your mom's about to come home. It's like five minutes from the time she's supposed to be there. Or you see her car around the corner. You're like, Oh, you throw everything in the closet, slam the door really fast. <laughs> yeah. So the dishes in the trash can. She'll never know. 
So it's kind of like that. You just kind of knit the part that needs to be in the picture. And, and that's, and you just pose really, really uh, creatively. I'm get joking. your Get your iron out and press the steam button all over the top of it. So it looks, you know, it looks like you've blocked it. And <laughs> <laughs> I am joking. Don't call the test net police. No, in all seriousness, I would say just just keep swimming. Just keep on knitting. If you've agreed to the test knit and sometimes things happen, sometimes you're just not able to finish because things happen, there's life. But if you can, I think it's good. And I would say you just have to push through. Put Me and you both have talked about this before. We like a little cast on reward for when we're done so maybe have something that you really want to knit get everything ready put it in a project bag wind your yarn up put your needles in, in there get it all ready and have it where you can see it so um but don't cast it on don't allow yourself to cast it on until you finished and that might help motivate you a little bit too to get to get through it Right. And then also reminding yourself, which I was joking before, um, I think it is important if you have committed to a test knit, I, I do think it is important that you do it and you get it done in the, in the time allotted, you know, and you had mentioned before, you know, not, you know, not talking about unforeseen things that happen, but, um, if you, if you possibly can, you need to make sure that you, you do that. And, um, I would say, just reminding yourself how good you're going to feel when it's, when it's finished. Like, Oh, you know, I'm going to feel so good when this is over or when this is done. And I'm going to feel proud of myself for, for honoring, um, what I said I would do. And, um, I think just reminding yourself how, how good it's going to feel <laughs> when it's done. <laughs> yeah. And part of, um, part of it too, you signed up for the test net. So you must've seen something you like. So you probably will like the end results, you know, just rem remind yourself, hey, I'm going to have that and I'm going to like it. <laughs> right. Which I think a lot of designers now will also make groups like um, I've uh, like on Instagram or I can't remember. I've done one where it was like a strange platform. Like yeah, I think it, that's what. And those were really nice because then you can talk to other people who are also knitting it and it's, it's encouraging to have someone post a picture of what they've done and, um, and you can talk about what's, what maybe is holding you back, that type of thing. But it's always nice to have a group of people doing the same thing because then you feel like, oh, if, if she can do it, I can do it. And if hers is done, I can, I can. I can do it. And the people cheer you on too. They'll say, oh, yours is looking so good. You can do it. You can do it. So that's nice. Not comparing yourself thinking like, oh, they're, they're way ahead of me, but more just kind of like they're, they're there for, to be like your cheerleader too. So I think it's really nice. Yeah. And, and I've said this before, so I'll, I'll say it again though. <laughs> um, <laughs> use your use your progress keepers as visual aids so that you don't start feeling frustrated and not even realizing the progress that you are making, especially if I find if it's like a fingering weight project, you might not make as much progress in a day as you're used to. And those progress keepers really help because an inch might be harder to notice 
you know, just an inch compared to maybe making two or three inch, two or three inches a day. Um, but you know, every day that you do that inch, you move your progress paper, you've seen what you've done. I think that really does help to motivate you to keep on moving. So is that what you're going to do on this neckerchief? Are you going to wait until like the night that it's due? It's due at midnight. You're going to try to finish it up around 730. You know me. Do you think that's what I'm going to do? You'll probably have it done the first the first few days of the of the test. You'll be right. done, done. I talk big talk like I'm some kind of cool kid, but I'm really just a nervous wreck. <laughs> of course I'm gonna have it finished like probably in the next day. <laughs> you know what? That's a good that's a good test net because neckerchiefs usually it's not like a full garment. You'll be able to you'll be able to finish that up in a short amount of time. I oh, think Oh yeah. And it's a it's a pleasure to knit too. Because I I really it's just like a mini shawl, and I love knitting shawls, which we all know that now. <laughs> and you're using silk, so it's fancy. It's fancy so test knit. Mm -hmm. I love the knitting for Olive, and I'm knitting it out of deep petroleum blue, and I could not get it online. It was out, but that's where Ravelry saves the day. They have always someone, someone is always desashing what I need. It seems like there's always somebody. And so I was able to get that, that particular color on a de-stash. Somebody, some knitter saved the day. I don't know. You always get the good finds. Nobody's ever de-stashed anything I want. <laughs> please, somebody de-stash to me. I'll put it on Instagram, please. <laughs> somebody. Yeah, I think you got to keep your eye on Ravelry de-stash pages. And sometimes you'll come across some really good finds. Right. Which quick. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. And don't forget, if you have a question or a topic that you'd like us to chat about, then you can visit youngfolknits.com and submit it there. Until next time, happy knitting, y'all. Happy knitting. <laughs>